Yo, hold on, man. Let me get this hit real quick. <laughs> this nigga said a hit. So you over, so you over there with that, uh, with that granddaddy Kush? <laughs> Damn, nigga, shit. I'm trying to ease my pain and my suffering. This nigga, man, we we ain't pied in a long time. This nigga came back. This nigga a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by that loud. <laughs> oh, man. What's good, man? What's going on, bro? Man, I see you. A lot has changed since <laughs> the last episode. Why did they over here? Q Khalifa. What's up, mate? What's good? Oh, <laughs> uh, nigga, shit. I'm, I got these pain, these joint pains, nigga. Trying to ease my soul. Man. Nah, I feel that, man. I feel that, man. You want to tell the listeners what happened to you? Man. What do you want me to tell it? <laughs> nah, because you want to come with some bullshit, nigga. Like, like I, bro, real shit. Like, I don't know what happened, nigga. Like, I woke up, nigga, and my leg was just in pain, swollen. I don't know what the fuck happened. But I know you got you got your own theories, niggas. Let's go. <laughs> nah, this nigga just looking for a reason to get that zaza. They <laughs> 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 got that granddaddy Kush. <laughs> nah, I feel you. Nah, all all jokes aside, my nigga, like it's been a minute. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I've been a a visitor of the dispensaries myself lately. What? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, but I not 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 on no smoking shit though. I, I'm a I'm a gummies. I'm a gummy eater. You know what I'm saying? Hey, gotta start. So- <laughs> hey, gotta start yeah. somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit is for my you know that anxiety I got. You know what I'm saying? Stress and shit. So I'm not about to be taking nobody's medicine pills and all that bullshit. So I decided to you know try the gummies out. So. Over the past couple of weeks, nigga, I've been divulging in some of these tropical thunders. <laughs> That's what I like to call it. Because <laughs> as soon as I eat two, I'm asleep. <laughs> Yo, it's only take two and you done? <laughs> Man, I'm, a, I'm an amateur, bro. I still don't know my um, my intake. You know, my size is different from everybody. Right. You know, 6'5", you know what I'm saying, 250. You know what I'm saying? Two edibles might be a lot to some, might be a little. I've taken two, went straight to sleep. I've taken, you know, three and just was like mad fucking hungry. So it's like I'm still trying to learn, you know what I'm saying? My, what I can and can't do, you know what I mean? But shout out to the dispensary, sunny side. You know, I told him let's go shout him out real quick, you know, for giving me a little extra little something, something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, niggas be needing it. Uh, I ain't mad at you, niggas. I ain't mad at you. Life and kicking niggas' asses, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what's funny, bro? I feel like when I was younger, what you know, you coming up, growing up and shit. Sometimes you feel like, man, you know, life is this, life is that. I feel this particular way. I'm like, man, couldn't wait to get older, where it's just like more established, more successful, and I ain't got, you know, saying as much stress and much worries. And I being at this age, bro, I got more stress and more worries. I still may be somewhat successful. I said I got more stress on me. 
You know what I'm saying? I got more worries. I got more concerns. And it's just crazy. I never would have thought this, you know what I'm saying, 15 years. I hate to say it, but Biggie was right, nigga. More money, more problems. And granted, we ain't got money how we trying to get, but I think it's more so the responsibility that we put on ourselves as men, you know what I'm saying, to do what we have to do. You know, it, it takes its toll on us sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times, man, I feel like I be trying to do everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, you know, put everybody on my shoulders, put everything on my back and try to carry it. And, you know, sometimes that shit is easy. And some days, that you know, I get the best of it. You know what I mean? So, and obviously, the older we get, the harder it gets. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess it's a, it's a part of the process. You feel me? No, it's definitely part of the process. Rather, we want it to be or not. That's... It's just facts. Right. The, the biggest goal is just trying to figure out how to overcome this shit and not let it get to you because some of these days, nigga, I'd be like, I can't do it. I just, I don't even want to be bothered, bro. I'd be like, man, I'd be excited one minute. I'm like, we go record. And then I'd be like, man, I just need to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even want to be bothered. Fuck the mic. Fuck, I mean, I granted it'd be different if we get paid more than $11. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But right now, bro. Sometimes volunteering our time ain't it ain't hidden. You know what I mean? So I just be like, man, we would be good. Four o'clock, yeah, we're gonna tap in tonight, you know? And then nine thirty I have my nigga work. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas can wait, bro. But motherfuckers have been hitting us up, you know what I'm saying, consistently with the with the pod and you know, information and following up and supporting. So it, it, it's it's dope, but Niggas be having their days, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Yeah, and be having them more often than we want to, you know? Like, that'd be the crazy shit. Yeah. But I've been, I've been saying it for Hell a minute, yeah. though. Like, all right, yeah, you got to get back get back in pie and get back to talking. You know what I'm saying? And I'll go to sleep. Like, all right, cool. I'm going to get this nigga tomorrow. We're going to get on. Tomorrow come, get to work. You know, that. <laughs> Next thing, you know, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I ain't talking today. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> like yeah man it's, it's like it's something it's one thing after another I mean these probably sound like excuses to some you know what I mean because motherfuckers out there producing and making pods just like we are but some of these niggas quality ain't good as ours or the content but you know if I ain't in it I ain't in it you know I've always said if I don't got the the the, the attitude to do it then the pod it don't come out right you know what I'm Hell saying man. like you gotta be in the mood to do this shit so some days, bro, you know, whether it be just overall myself or sometimes work, you know how it is. Nigga, work kick your ass and just make you not want to do shit else. You know what I'm saying? So, right. and in our positions, nigga, it ain't even physical. It's mental. You know what I mean? Like running shit and conducting shit, that shit play a part just as much if it was if it was physical. You know what I'm saying? So, it's crazy, man. But yeah, I could push through physical stress, but mental stress, nah, bro. I be needing, to, I be needing a break. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. But in all honesty, though, y'all, y'all listening, my nigga Q was in a crib walking contest and uh, he hurt his leg trying to do a spin kick, <laughs> trying to spell out his hood. <laughs> Look. I told y'all he was gonna come with the outrageous stuff happening. I swear. Y'all seen that that viral video that rapper jumping off the stage and snapping his kneecap? That was queen. That was like, how wear white jeans? You know what I'm saying? Nah, fuck that. <laughs> nah look, awesome, real shit. So uh, before I took that flight, that trip to Boston, 
the weekend before, or yeah, the weekend before that, I went bowling and shit with the family. And you know, Uncle Chris is right. like top notch bowler, you know what I'm saying? Supreme. I had an opportunity to, to beat him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm bowling, I'm bowling. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It was like one time, bro, like my leg kind of slipped up under me, my knee buckled. You know what I'm saying? Nigga still got the strike though, but I think that's what started it all. Then when I got on the flight a couple of days later, five hour flight to Boston, like my legs was all cramped up. Like I'm I'm big, you know what I'm saying? And my legs are big. So being stuck in that one little spot for five hours didn't do my knee no justice. Damn. See, we had sponsors. They put you in first class to have you in coaching shit. You feel me? <laughs> My nigga need leg room and warm towels, y'all. Come on, y'all. This was even more cold. Look, I'm on the same flight with some of my coworkers and my manager. Manager sitting first class. Like, I had to walk past him. Like, bruh, you couldn't get all of us in first class? That's how you do it? <laughs> you know he was real. He probably didn't even look at me. No. He saw y'all coming like <laughs> Look at my phone. Fake answer emails, <laughs> bro. Everything. Got his head down, like yo, bro, I know you hear me, bro. He look up, like oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. How's it going? Y'all on this flight too? Yeah, nigga, you booked it. <laughs> That's crazy though. But so my nigga went to Boston, got some baked beans while he was out there. Nigga, I even threw some tea in the Boston uh, Harbor, nigga. What you talking about? I I was out there like, fuck it. Nigga in Boston. Let's do it. I don't know what that means. Oh, nigga, you ain't never you heard of the Boston was... Tea Party? I heard that was racist bitches, but I thought you said so. No, oh, like, no. Nah, that's uh, what I'm talking Like, you I get an opportunity to actually, like, throw tea and shit in that motherfucker. Like, you know what I'm saying? To experience it from the uh, same way they did back oh, in the day. Okay. After that was cold for, like... Moving bricks or something. I don't know. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said I was teeing in the party or some shit. <laughs> anyway, hold on, El Chapo. Yo, this oh, man. This episode might This episode is going to be about a bunch of nothing. Matter of fact, we should just call this motherfucker an episode about nothing because we just chopping it up, y'all. He smoking that good reefer. <laughs> that good. Was it a sativa or uh, indica? Which one you got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. I'm learning. You see that? I'm learning. <laughs> I got indica. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's crip indica. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But nah, we're gonna promote the herb shit so we get us a sponsor with one of these dispensaries. Shit, I'm down. They popping up out the woodworks though. No, but the people at Sunnyside was solid, man. You know what I'm saying? Real solid and real intrigued. I don't know if they was capping because I was buying something, but you know, they was like, oh, we 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 need the pod to listen to. Say less. You know what I'm saying? They can play that shit while they at work, nigga. Everybody come in. Hell yeah. Instead of paying that bullshit that Lizzo song. <laughs> Yo, I think almost every dispensary play that bullshit too. <laughs> Man, that shit make you get the munchies. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it does, but that shit hypnotize you. <laughs> nah, but other than that, man, how's uh how's the fam? Nah, the family good, man. You know what I'm saying? I got two in high school now, so but that's I ain't ready to talk about school <laughs> at all. We'll say that for later. But kids though, man, they they getting older, bro. Like hearing the conversations that they be having and 
you know, oh yeah, uh, Danielle went shopping. Her and her friends went out shopping. I'm like, yo, my baby want to go shopping. You at that point now, she come back with bags. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I already see where you finna be at in, in 10 years from now. Oh, she hit you with the daddy. I need three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what you need this much money for? Oh, I'm going. Oh, I'm going. I thought she was going to the movie. She's like, no, nah, I'm going shopping. I was like, nah, yo, <laughs> that's what's up, man. They growing, man. They growing, growing, up, growing. man. And then John, man. Him, he getting older, feeling himself like he want to fight everybody right now. Like, <laughs> dude with his older brother, but I ain't gonna get into too much details. But it was crazy to see him. Like, he like, bro, what's up, bro? Like, come on, bro, get out. I'm like, I'm like, yo, like, where you learn this from, Sharana? Like, he a mini you. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I think uh, half our listeners who know you well, nigga, know this kid came from you. <laughs> <laughs> but you got the audacity to say where you get this from. <laughs> That's like my son coming out of nowhere with a brush. Talk about, hey, I need to get these waves straight. Like, where you get this from? Like, nigga, me. <laughs> Come on, bro. If, if young Sean on some chunkums, we know pops. You know what I'm saying? That's a part of his DNA. <laughs> but he's such a, you know what I'm saying? He's such a cool, laid back kid, smiling all the time to actually see him like that, like ready to get out, shirt off, everything. It was mm-hmm. like, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. It, it kind of like looking in the mirror. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> like, it's a proud moment, nigga. Drop a tear. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> the stance, just like I showed him. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the wife, she she's good, happy. We ain't having no issues, which is a blessing. Knock on wood. So, well, you know, for the part listeners ain't listening out there, you know, y'all just had an anniversary recently. Yes, we did. You know. Uh, how many years? Let them let them know. So it's been twenty together. God, sixteen damn. married. Yeah, yeah. Mind y'all, we thirty plus. So these niggas been together half their lives. <laughs> so we, so you more than qualified to talk about this this relationship I, shit. More, you know, more than qualified. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know, happy uh, anniversary to y'all. You know that shit ain't easy. Thank you, thank you. I'm only what four years in, nigga. But I got what. Fucking twelve more to go. You know what I'm saying? To even be at sixteen. So just just the fact to see y'all, you know, how y'all been the last few, you know, decades. You know, it's dope. You know what I mean? It's a lot to learn from y'all. Y'all niggas is the first soldier boy to marry shit amongst the groups. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But what we need to know is when we gonna get that wedding. That wedding reception, you know what I'm saying? Like we need that. Like y'all done been together almost two decades. Right, right. It's time to y'all to really celebrate, celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Like to make it this far in this era, it's already a fucking plus. And then on top of that, you know, it's just time y'all renew them vows and time for y'all to have a nice party so we can all be there this time. You know what I mean? I feel it. I feel it. And I got some ideas in my mind. It's just really like picking the right time. You know what I'm saying? And I still don't think, like, now is the right time, you know, but everything's still going on in the world. You know, there's still COVID to some degree, monkeypox and all that other shit. So, you know, 
shout out to the big shout out to the big dog Rodney. He just got married uh July thirty first. Monkey pox and all nigga. Niggas got married, bro. Stop trying to make it. I'm excuses. not trying to make no Low key, you might get an epidemic, a uh, pandemic uh, discount. You know what I'm saying? Like with all this shit going on, most venues ain't really booming like that right now. So they might slide you in for the low ski just because business ain't how it was. So I'll say shit, take advantage. But nah, uh, yeah, the homie got married. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I would like to say I inspired him <laughs> a little bit after my wedding. You feel me? But him and his uh, his wife, they their wedding was dope. You know. I didn't get a chance to make it, but just catching up on the videos and pictures, it was amazing. Shout out to them. Shout out to your boy. Robert. Shit, man. I don't. I don't know who else is next, nigga. Like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know who's next in the merry list. That's why I'm trying to get y'all to have a reenactment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, weddings be lit, bro. We need to have more of those instead of baby showers. So oh, that's right. Tell, tell Sharon that we tell Sharon that 2024. We in there. You gonna you gonna plan the wedding then, nigga? Y'all just give me the credit card. Let me do what I gotta do. <laughs> Y'all see how I get down with the weddings. Let me do what I gotta do. Somebody else money or somebody else money, I go crazy. Hell no. They thought Jay Z verse. They thought Jay Z verse is hard at the when that little guy did. Nigga, wait till he rap at your wedding. <laughs> See, he's gonna have a different <laughs> voice all the same day. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, man. You know, I just, I just, I don't know. I just want all good things for everybody, man. All our homies and all the friends and family. I just want positivity, love, money, and happiness for everybody, man. So, bro, nothing makes you know, me happier, bro. Nothing makes me happier than seeing people living their lives, having a good time, being successful, and it actually motivates me too when I see that. So, yeah, man, I'm like you. I want to see way more of it. Yeah, for me, not everybody. I don't, I don't know everybody. Fuck everybody. <laughs> but for people I'm close with, I know I like to see them successful and shit. Because some people out here get successful off dumb shit. And I'll be like, man, it's some bullshit. <laughs> I don't know if I want a hater to try to join. Like, do I, got, do I got to put the clown face on too and start acting the fool to get to, get to these levels? I, I don't know. I can't do it, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I, be, I be looking at niggas like, bro, you did that to get to this point? That's crazy. I don't know. I think we'll just get our way the organic way. You feel me? Keep my morals and my pride <laughs> before I sell sell out to some dumb shit. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody uh, come to yeah. you with the right amount of with the right amount of money, you might say, fuck it. Throw all morals. Nigga, what? How, okay, well shit, how much money you gonna act the fool for? What's what's a good amount to get you to come out of your, your character? I can I can't I can't even get you to fucking reenact a TikTok dance. <laughs> <laughs> So, what the fuck? What's a good amount that can get you to come out of your element and do something? Not no weird nah, shit, but just, just do something that you normally wouldn't do. Like, what would you... Like, Not when you say not no weird shit, like, what you talking? Because my amount's kind of high. All right, so let's see. You saw that one video that one dude, Chris Brown, posted who be with no shirt on, dancing and shit? Yeah. <laughs> with the afro <laughs> how much money we gotta get to get you to do some shit like that <laughs> ooh that shit nah I'm, hold on hold on hold on let me think like realistically yeah yeah 
realistically, you come you coming out a couple of M's for that. <laughs> Just a pop lock and you, do a you couple coming of out a couple, you coming out a couple of M's for that, but like you know, I'm not gonna do nothing, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> to make myself look like no fool. Get my nigga to go shirtless with the pop lock and then titty bopping. He need a couple of hands, y'all. Couple, Let's make this I happen. I need a couple of hands. I'm expensive. Let's start, start go for me. <laughs> Get these titties out there. All right. Well, all right. You, same thing. Same question. Realistically. 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> Yo, this nigga said, I'm cool with that. <laughs> Give me the 100,000 subscribers. Because <laughs> the money going to come in different avenues once we get to that point. So it's going to be more than a couple mils. And I'll come out my shirt and chest naked on a Tuesday, nigga. <laughs> Let the wind blow to the right. <laughs> oh, shit, back in the 2000s. I was just thinking about <laughs> It didn't take much back then, nigga. You already knew, nigga. <laughs> I might have to do a documentary just on coming out my shirt as fast as I did. <laughs> How does nigga do that? <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but there was one time we was walking down on Hollywood. I don't know why you was in like, you had half the shirt on talking about get my oil. <laughs> we saw some bad ones, remember? We used to walk down Hollywood Boulevard back in the day. So a couple of them, they was looking like, hold on, they ain't looking enough. Hold on, let me, let me <laughs> hand me that oil because it had no oil on deck though. Nah, that shit was terrible. Yeah. That's why I got his belly now. God said, nah, we cool. <laughs> you don't need no more six packs. <laughs> you said that shit get the oil and shit. This nigga V, <laughs> he swear you was talking to him like, nigga, why you looking at me? <laughs> yeah, he got high. Come to me, <laughs> nigga was just like, who got oil? <laughs> oh, Yo, man. you know for saying some wild shit, nigga. The wild shit, nigga. The fast half our bodies, nigga. We were doing some crazy shit too that we can, you know what I'm saying? We can only talk about, you know, once we get funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you already know, nigga. We at the mall, the basketball court, anywhere. And some chicks pulled up nine times out of ten. Me and Tyrone probably don't got no shirt on no more. <laughs> And don't, hey, as a matter of fact, I seen the video. I think I sent it to y'all. Nigga on the basketball court, how he played differently when girls come around. Oh my God. Oh. Nigga, I laughed so hard, nigga. You would have thought I was an all American, nigga, three time NBA champion with some bitches watching <laughs> See, this is what V got to be on for this one. We was at Raleigh Park one time, stole a nigga girl. <laughs> <laughs> It, bro. It was. Oh my god. I, I, I'm gonna say that story. That's a good story to yeah. tell. That was hilarious. That's funny, man. man it, it just niggas used to just have fun, bro. This is back when niggas didn't have it, responsibilities, and we didn't have much going on. Niggas would just do. I don't know how we did it, to be honest, bro. We used to really be roaming the, the county of Los Angeles, and I don't know how we we. Was able to supply Tyrone with gas money. <laughs> gas, but nothing but a buck. 
bucket some change from back then. Yeah, that's true too. The purple, the purple neon Lamborghini. That motherfucker touched every part of Los Angeles County. <laughs> I don't even remember Tyrone getting gas. To be honest with you. It was always on the go. And even when he was low, the nigga wouldn't get gas. Like, we good? Nigga, that's just say E. No, we good. Trust me. We have to reserve bro day. Hey, man. Man, we can really talk about a lot of fun times we had. Just, we didn't have a care in the world, bro. Yeah. You know, the car club days and the, the Hollywood cruising days and, the, you know what I'm saying, going to the the skating ring, going to the gyms, like it was just a lot we used to do, bro. Yeah, and uh, LA was always popping. Niggas lazy now, bro. Niggas used to be up by the crack of dawn, ready to go. We gone, we out from seven a.m. to nigga two in the morning. Like just, we found so much shit to do, bro. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Now what I want to talk about, yeah. One day with everybody, niggas, how many degrees we got? <laughs> I know you listen, big dog. How many college degrees do we got, dog? We went to a lot of universities. (laughs) I think I think Tyrone had a master's degree at Demetrius Hill. (laughs) I think I had a a bachelor's degree at motherfucking uh, Cal State Long Beach. No, let me start snitching. I definitely got my PhD out of uh, Northridge. Now, was this before the Impala or after? Which one? Which one? The first, uh, uh, first one. I, I know Bill went to school for like seven years. I did. Bill too, went to school for like twelve. But we'll talk about that. I got my deg- I got my degrees though. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it was a mixture of both. I think when we start to elevate to the college scene. We was pulling up in the Impalas. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a little more seasoned at that point. You know what I'm saying? We, we branch off. You got Tyrone got his thing over there, the silver, that silver surfer that had that black on black crime. And, you know what I'm saying? You know, pull up, nigga, to the dorm area, beating. <laughs> you remember that shit? We used to go to the beat. And we used to challenge niggas that live in the dorm to, to the basketball game. What's up, nigga? I'll pay three on three. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't even go here. Nigga, yes, we do. Nigga, we in dorm such and such right now. <laughs> that shit used to be lit. Stick a sneak. Y'all want to yeah, play man. threes? Because <laughs> niggas used to, hey, bro, niggas used to, niggas used to mad doggers, bro. You know what I'm saying? They live on campus and shit, so they be roaming the campus, doing what they doing and shit, probably studying and shit like some losers. And here three random niggas come. Stealing all the attention, they're like, "Yo, who is these niggas?" And they used to play for the school too, you know. We know how we were. Nigga, there's a court in the ball. It's check up, <laughs> <laughs> check up. They got Tyrone rolled the ball to one nigga randomly. Nigga, we was they was looking, and he just rolled the ball to him like, "Y'all trying to hoop?" <laughs> niggas looked at us like, "Nah, like all right, six seven niggas for nothing." Like that shit was hilarious, bro. They was they was hawking us too because we had like a plethora around us and you know it was unidentifiable. So niggas was just looking and you know nowadays they got niggas too long as beef. But back then niggas check up, homie. It's the court right here. What's up? See for y'all that don't know, back in the era when we grew up, 
niggas used to have their basketball shorts underneath their jeans, ready for the one on one. Three hundred three, five hundred five. For where we at? I don't give a fuck where we at. I'm in a job interview, nigga. I'm at church, nigga. What is some shorts under these pants? <laughs> Just in case a nigga want to play chick. You know what I'm saying? Like, hello, it's a basketball court right here. Some niggas hooping. We driving by. Bust that U-turn real quick, nigga. We coming out the shorts. We coming out the pants. You know what I mean? Like, shoes in the trunk. Nigga, stay with shoes. Nigga got the basketball shit underneath his clothes like he's Superman. <laughs> No, I promise you, nigga. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> lucky we didn't have the Ripperway jeans. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Let me tell you how sad it was, bro. Without saying much, it was my it was my birthday weekend once. It was just me and T Dolo in Hollywood. We was out and about. <laughs> we went to a club. We seen some of our, our fellow game banging homies. You know what I'm saying? We in there with them. A couple of the homegirls we know. One of the homegirls, I ain't gonna say her name. Boyfriend got beat up by one of the homies because he, he he got out of line. Dude was like six nine, got combed <laughs> sleep. <laughs> All right, boom. Now we walking down Hollywood. You know, after the, you know the fight scuffles, everybody leaving shit. We, we walking down Hollywood, me and T. I guess we get seen by some people that know me, so I get hit in the DM on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, yo, come to the after spot. We get to the after spot in this like random abandoned ass building. And uh, they had a basketball court in there. Tell me why me and T, 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Lick it up. You know what I'm saying? Challenging niggas two on two inside that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those moments where Tyrone always got to test. He always got to test to see if he could dunk. You know what I'm saying? He want to see how high he right. can get. And I think Tyrone felt he could dunk, so... Nah, he got duck with somebody there. <laughs> so niggas in there juried up, fresh clothes, all that shit, trying to shoot the little ball, cute and shit. We like, nah, fuck that. Check up. <laughs> and it wasn't for some uh for some action that came through. Niggas would have actually played in the after hour spot, bro. This is the after hour spot. You ain't even supposed to be here. Like we had to go to one location to get the ticket and then go to the next location. That's how the exclusive this motherfucker was. Damn. But they had a basketball court in there, so you know what I'm saying? It's fair game. But this is back when we was like in our early era of uh, you know, of clubbing. But yeah, man. That's your funny. But don't act but we're not gonna act like you, Bill, and a couple other niggas at uh UConn was wasn't the creators of <laughs> wearing your basketball clothes under your clothes. Come on. Yo, man. you got the chip. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that went to UConn. Gio, no. <laughs> I know you, you know what I'm saying? Gio probably remember this shit. You know what I'm saying? The niggas used to pull up, you know, take everybody to undress and get their clothes and shit and fold it up all need to go play basketball. You niggas was so cool. Nigga, shit. My mama paid too much money for them clothes and just been laying on the ground dirty. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Oh man, the good old days, man. We gonna have like a motherfucking Royal Rumble pot one day. Get a lot of people on. They can just just catch up on some shit. <laughs> Yo, it's a lot. Do you remember when we pulled up in the court back then? And you be playing on the other court, and they don't give a fuck what's going on. Last, you could be last one in the game. <laughs> we called Mike over. Mike like, all right, y'all, I'm out. <laughs> oh man, look, I've always been known for being goofy. And can hoop, 
I had my share of friends over here I was cool with. You know, these are my partners. But when the cool kids call me, I got to go play at the middle court. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what's going on. I'm playing over here on the side court with the, with the regulars. But when the cool kids say, yo, we need one, they always call me. Right. I got to go. Right. <laughs> me and <laughs> What you call him? Got beat up for trying to. Nah, he playing with us. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Chris. Yeah, I was got his ass whooped. He's like, nah, man. You know what I'm saying? He playing with us. They was like, bro, <laughs> what you calling them? Look up on him, like, nigga, who is you? <laughs> Mind you, this is eighth grade, so niggas is already game making eighth grade. They was like, nigga, who is you? That nigga playing with us now. <laughs> That's right. Because Chris was new that year. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on the court like, it's all good, Chris. <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's funny? I think, I think we saw more fights, bro, in middle school than we ever saw in high school. Correct me if I'm wrong. Because we saw a lot of fights in middle school. Some um, classic ones at that. Yeah, we saw like regular fights, but once I got to once we got to lose it, and then you know, I went to Hearthstone, we started seeing gang activity fights. Yeah, that totally was different. Okay. That. <laughs> Fighting amongst each other, you know what I'm saying? A little, you know, seventh grade, eighth grade fights. That's one thing, nigga. But once you got to high school, one fight turned to a nigga and jumped. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, remember we went to lose nigga, nigga for a hot second. Game bankers used to post up at the fucking gas station right yep. there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then when shit pop off, them niggas was a, a hop offense away, bro. Like, that shit was no joke. So, yeah, fights used to happen in high school, but it just more, it actually was, like, more gang-related. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't just a random fight. You can just have and then go get suspended. Like, uh, no, high school, them fight fights now. escalate and shit. Cause... Yeah, them fights escalate to after school, because now after school, 900 more niggas is outside now. Now it's a big-ass world. You remember Americana Day, don't you? I remember that, yeah, but I remember also... The Walito Massacre. <laughs> I remember the Walito Massacre. <laughs> Come on, bro. You, you really finna tell that story? Nah, I'm a whole lot. I'm a whole lot. <laughs> hey, Gio, if you listening, Bill, T, y'all remember the Walito Massacre? <laughs> Yo, you got Quit. Could be a nigga, but they got a two piece. <laughs> got a two piece of pizza. <laughs> With a strawberry soda and left. <laughs> yeah, doing like that. He was all on the, on the Street Fighter game. <laughs> he was all up on the console. <laughs> Dug him for cover. I think he was pushing the button trying to block on the game. He was getting beat up so bad. <laughs> nah, but man, look. Niggas probably listen to this pod like y'all niggas is drunk and high. Don't judge us. I told you this is pie by now, man. We can really talk talk if you want to, but I ain't ready to get divorced. Divorced. <laughs> I like my marriage in my life. <laughs> the past is the past, but I don't want to get it on my ass. You feel me? <laughs> All right, I got something. I got something. Go ahead. But I got a real question for you, though. Do you have a phobia? Yes. Sure. I am terrified of going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am terrified of going to prison, bro. 
Yo, I go hold you. I thought you was going to say I'm terrified of dogs. This nigga told me. Oh, no. I, see, I, I'm terrified of dogs too, but see, I could, I, I, I shank a dog. You feel me? Like, I'll poke a dog in the neck at some point. You know what I'm saying? And dog got to catch me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know my history with dogs, nigga. I done ran miles Bro, from dogs. Yo, you, it's some stories you got to tell on a, on a later episode. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. I will, but but for a prison, fucking nigga up though, because don't ask me why. But in high school, you know, our school thought it was a great idea to take a field trip to the LA County Jail, and we went there. We went on like the second or third floor. You know, this big ass glass, and there's a bunch of niggas in there, bro. We got out the elevator. Them niggas seen us. Mind just boys and girls. This is all of us. You know what I'm saying? We in high school, so we're like. It's probably 16, 17. We're like either 11th or 12th grade. We're, so we're almost adults. We ain't like we like ninth grade. We're pretty much in our element. So girls, us, we, you know, and it was a bunch of niggas in there, bro. And that interaction, that face-to-face, they was behind the glass, though. But this is the shit they were saying. And it was me. It was me, Ville. And I think the homie Josh. They're like, yeah, y'all niggas is cute. I'm like, y'all niggas come over here with us. Like. What? <laughs> Hold on. Like, nah. There's a whole bunch of girls right here, nigga. Y'all said that to us? Nah, okay. This is different. You know what I'm saying? And it was just one of those things, bro. But I got, like, I have family members. I got friends. I got people I know that's in prison and jail. And just hearing certain shit, bro, it just don't resonate with my soul, bro, because I felt like I would be put in a situation where I would have to do something that I'm going to regret. Not nothing sexually either. Like, I feel like I have to take someone's life or do something to protect myself, not just like I never want to be in that predicament. You know what I'm saying? And just the shit, shit I heard, I always try to play it in my mind, like, what the fuck would I do in that situation? You know what I mean? Because I'm not I'm not a gangbanger, so I can't use that, that, that card. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I might know niggas, but once you're behind that wall, it's a whole other conversation. So I've always just, I don't know, maybe because of the stories. And then when I was younger, I see the American me. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> I just was like, a lot of things in life I ain't done because of that thought right there, bro. Like the fear of prison put me on a straight path <laughs> for the most part. Like if I got to do what I got to do, it's going to be for something real honorable. But on some fuck shit, Nah, you know what I mean. So, I I got a phobia of prison, and you could say dogs is like one A and one B. You know what I mean? Because yeah, <laughs> dog make me a, dog, a big ass dog would make me bitch up in a heartbeat. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't get it. Plenty of predicaments. So dog ain't supposed to be this size. Now fucking got loose on my dog ass, and yeah, man. Yeah, so that's my phobia. What about yours? So, I don't really have a phobia, and, and there are things I'm fearful of, but I don't I don't have a phobia because when I think of phobia, I think of somebody who's like, you know, okay. For instance, my my boss, right? He has a phobia. His phobia is elbows. Like he's terrified of elbows. <laughs> Like the elbow of your arm? Yes, the elbow. <laughs> this nigga said like the elbow of your arm. <laughs> the rock with a rock bottom him back in the day, the people's elbow, I think he would have died. <laughs> he would have died in the no, ring. No, but his phobia is so bad, bro, because he'll actually physically throw up if you touch if you touch his elbow or, or touch him with your elbow. He will physically God, throw yeah. up. <laughs> 
That's a vicious ass. That out of all, he might, what the hell? I hate the ass, but what happened? Bro, how do you get to that hey, point? We've all asked him, and he's just like he's always yeah. been that way. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not his therapist, but his therapist though. <laughs> but even in an in elevator, like you know, elevators a tight spot. He will literally like oh, fold yeah. his arms and hold his elbows. That's how bad it is. And if we in the elevator too long, he'll literally start like. Like sweating, <laughs> it's like gotcha. it's that bad. Because he feel like at some point the elbow about to touch him. <laughs> <laughs> he looking at that damn uh, countdown, like first floor, second floor. Come on, come on! Oh my god, it's hey, good. Yo, I, we hey, ain't shit crazy. either because we always like fucking winning with that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, you know for sure. Yeah, at the end of all my emails, I'll put the people's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> A little gift for the rock giving nigga the people's elbow. Oh my god! Nah, but what's your phobia, nigga? I, like, oh, like, your... I, okay, so the, the the thing I'm most fearful of is having to bury my like if my kids going before me, dying before me. Like that's Golly. that's what I'm saying. I, like, <laughs> I know it's deep, but like that scares me, bro. And now when I see my son. Getting older the way he is, Biggie getting it's just like anytime he leave the house, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, like I'll be checking my phone, like okay, all right, bro, how far is you? Like I'm, I'm at that point now where I'm nervous when my son leaves the house. Damn, that's deep. I was gonna say he got a phobia of needles. You bitch ass nigga. That would that would be number two on the list. So I, but I was, it's not a phobia, you know. Like you can you can touch me with a needle and I'm good, but I don't. Like the idea of a, a needle that, piercing that. my skin? Nah, bruh. You don't got no tattoos. That's why. Nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I hear a bear on this nigga just got regular skin. <laughs> they got regular plain skin. <laughs> bro. Some of they got plain. Some of they got plain I skin. Bro, tattoos have never really been like, like so impressive to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never really felt a need or want to go get ink on my skin. Like, you didn't want to, didn't want to put the hood on your back one day? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. Elbows? Elbow. Wow. He listens to the pod? <laughs> I don't know, probably. I don't, I, just, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, might, I might touch his ass with the elbow one day. <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> All right, so... The wavy minds want to know. This is a good one. What's one job or source of income, legally or illegally, that you wanted to do, but you was either scared to do it because of the repercussions or you didn't want the reputation behind it? Uh, <clears throat> legally or illegally, then it would be like a, yeah. a person who sells uh, guns, armed weapons, like gun runner or something. <laughs> Black arms, dealer. you know what I'm saying? Something like that. <laughs> like the nigga that America captured from Russia, <laughs> the, mer- the, mer- the merchant of death. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Legally, I <laughs> legally I used to like contemplate being a porn star. <laughs> Shut up. No, 
Did you, did you say legally? <laughs> yeah, legally. Porn star, porn, porn she is legal. So legally, I used to want to, you know, I used to want to dabble in the porn industry. Illegally, I used to always want to be the nigga who, who, uh, Get the get the bricks transported to place to place. I guess you can say a trafficker. You know what I'm saying? Like me and a coworker back in the me and a coworker uh, back in the day. My white coworker. We used to always talk about random shit. And then one day we used to joke around. Like we used to feel we feel like this one customer. We, we felt like that customer was doing something like like that. You know what I'm saying? And we was always like, what if he offered us? Like, you know, X amounts of dollars to do it. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, how will we do it? And we you literally used to go to 24 hour fitness like after work every day. This is back when I was on my workout shit like crazy when I was really just, you know what I'm saying, chest nigga oiled up. Um, we used to go to the gym every day after work. I don't give a fuck how many routes we had. We would go to 24 hour fitness after work, nigga. And in that midst of our working out, we would literally discuss how we could use the job we was working at to do it like we was planning it out plan by plan it was even to a point where he was like i feel like this shit about to happen because we talking about it we should start going to the gun range and work on our shoes and i'm like nigga what <laughs> like it, even though we don't got no proof or nothing we just had this vibe like dude be getting shit off and we was just joking like you know what do we do if he offered you like 50 thousand right now to just take it from here to here you know what i'm saying and you remember the business we used to be yeah. in you know that that was like you know you're going different spots, so we really came up with like a, a a plan that we thought was like dummy proof to to do it. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, it never got to that point. But yeah, being a a, a trafficker illegally, and then obviously being a porn star illegally was like my two jobs that I, <laughs> you know obviously doing trafficking like that. Guess what happens? It goes back to my phobia. If I get caught, I got to go to prison. You know what I'm saying? Or die. You know what I mean? And then obviously the porn shit is just one of those. Can you imagine a nigga just trying to be in this married life now and a good man knowing that I got tapes out there? That shit would have been hard to swallow. Because <laughs> you already know it has some dumb ass names and some shit oh. too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I thought about both of those heavily, <laughs> but I just couldn't muster up the courage. You know what I'm saying? And you know, but yeah, I definitely would. But for y'all listening, if y'all want to hit us in the comments or hit us in the DMs, like, what would be a job illegally or illegal that you would want to do to get income, but you were just scared of either the repercussions or the reputation you may get from it? I want to know. <laughs> Those are my two right there. So let me ask you a you question. You got another one? Let me, let me ask you a question real quick. Yeah. So <laughs> the porn star shit, would that be like your only job? <laughs> or would that be like your second job or side job? I'm just curious. Yeah, that, would, that, would have been, that would have been my side okay. job. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because you do know well, like they don't, they don't make that much, that much money. <laughs> nah, I would have made money. <laughs> uh, I was a worker by day, dick slinger by night. <laughs> so you actually hired a porn star when you were the what you call it at the time. Yeah, okay. I remember. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it was one time, nigga. We we chilling before work. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> and somebody recognized him. They didn't know from where, but they recognized him. That is hilarious, bro. Can you imagine that? Like, you just chilling, talking, chopping it up, and a nigga keeps staring at you. It's always a nigga, too. It's never like somebody you want. It's a nigga looking at you like, I know this nigga from somewhere. And the dick start jumping like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> that's, that's, that's daddy long legs. <laughs> That's Daddy Love Legs from Big Booty Buttons 99. Like, that is a weird way to get fucking recognized, nigga. But like, the dude, he's like, bro, don't I know? Like, bro, I know I know you from somewhere. He like, nah, you know. It's like, nah, you show, bro. We sitting there dying <laughs> laughing because we know. Like, it, bro never told him. He's just like, man, you just look weird. He kind of just left it alone. I was like, yo. He put two and two together. It was just like. I was on page 84 when I found him. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. But yeah, I remember that dude. That was hilarious, bro. I heard a bunch of crazy Yo, dudes, you niggas, niggas be niggas be fedangling and finessing in the interviewing process, boy. But once they get hired, they come out their shell. You be like, yo, who the fuck is this person I hired? That is fucking classic. Uh, you had something that was bluntly honest with you like literally oh bro yeah i just i just hit the blow oh yeah man motherfuckers used to come to the interview high as a dog piss like what is wrong bro and i used to be mad because i you know as a black man in position i i want to put people on now so i got other brothers that come in i'm like okay you know everybody just need an opportunity bro i mean you can give me your side story all you want but some people just need an opportunity bro and I'll meet some solid individuals, bro. And then once that drug test conversation comes up, niggas just all right, let me go to the bathroom. And the bathroom, the opposite direction, they out the door, like, damn. You know what I mean? Or motherfuckers just come in the job entitled. Like, oh, it's a brother interviewing me? Oh, yeah, I'm about to. No, nigga, like, we, we still got to pay our dues the normal way. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I need weekends off, nigga. I don't get weekends off, nigga. Who is you? Like, <laughs> oh, I need to make $20 an hour. Huh? <laughs> Like, that's not how this works. Nigga. <laughs> I used to get all, I used to be like, bro, this is embarrassing, bro. That shit used to really bother me at one point. Like when black folks used to come in and and they were on some bullshit, that shit used to bother me, bro. Because I'd be like, fuck, if this is me seeing this shit, like imagine a, a, a white interviewer or somebody else of a different race is interview. Like they'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Like that you're keeping that stereotype alive type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And I, here I am trying to be the, the change in this shit. You know, I did hire a lot of black people, you know what I'm saying, when I was in position, a lot of black and brown people. I, I definitely looked out, but a lot of them was fuck. Like, <laughs> like you don't even want to just, you know, that was a cold part, bro. I don't envy you that at shit all. That was sad. <laughs> I don't envy you at all because the way you was interviewing back then, like, Left and right, back to back. Nah. <laughs> people talk about how it's hard to hire people now, nigga, after the pandemic, nigga. Before the pandemic, nigga, it was a hard as a motherfucker to find niggas who want to work for a living. Like everybody wanted shit handed to them, bro. That shit was crazy. I think one of the funniest ones, though, nigga, when I had when the girlfriend came to the interview with the nigga, like, and sat next to him <laughs> and was trying, was trying to answer the questions for him. I'm like, man, this is a one-on-one interview. Yeah, I know, but he just be, 
he don't be understanding the question sometimes, so you're calling him stupid. Because huh? <laughs> I'm not asking this nigga nothing special, but can you work these days? You know what I'm saying? Can you lift this much? Can you drive? Nigga, like, and she on the sideline cutting him off, like, I mean, he could do a lot, but, you know, he just need to be trained. Like, man, can you go to the side, please? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and yes, they was black, you know what I'm saying? But she was tired of shit. She was, I guess she had to make sure my nigga had to go to the interview. You going, nigga. <laughs> I'm going to be right there with you. Look, I go hold you. The first thing that would have came to my mind is like, all right, you going to show up to the to work with the nigga too? Like, I got to employ oh, yeah, both sure. of y'all? Sure. Fuck that. Nah, you already know how many niggas I fired for people being and having people in the car with them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You already know. He was on fire too. I fired so many people for having niggas and their kids and all that shit in that goddamn car. What the fuck? Like, nigga, bro, I can't even say much, but Jesus. That used to be some shit, man. But let's get into some other shit, man. Uh, There's a lot going on, man. Go ahead and hit this little anchor in, uh, commercial, and then we'll come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking anchor. How many blunts you on now? You still on the same blunt? No. Are <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> we smoking more? <laughs> I'm feeling good as fuck right now. Q Khalifa over here, y'all, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We might need to get us a little uh, little sponsor. What you do? Roll? You do papers or you do uh, backwoods? What you do? <laughs> I need to know who. I, hey, I need to know who I'm dealing with. Okay, like. Look, we've been pod for almost eight months now, and I did not know you was a reefer smoker. <laughs> I need to know who this new person is over here. So I need to know papers or woods. <laughs> papers, nigga. Papers. Okay, okay, okay. So all you paper companies out there, holla at us. We got a big big chief over here. <laughs> no, nah, man, but let's try to catch a book. <laughs> Oh no, nah, man! The first company with some gummies, cause we oh we in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, but see, I'm still learning. Like I told you, I don't know. So some days I'm I ain't, I'm 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 on liquor right now. Cause if I was to eat an edible right now, nigga, this episode would be done. I would be on the motherfucker drooling. Oh, <laughs> like you there, Mike? I can't help you. <laughs> they after me. <laughs> Who's they, nigga? The ants. They got big. <laughs> I ate it up but one day, nigga. And I went to the bathroom, nigga. And I was just in the bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I got the same effect from the liquor as I do with the edibles. Because, you know, when I get drunk and shit, I go to the bathroom and lock myself in the bathroom. So I don't get molested, you know what I'm saying? So I'm high on edible. I wouldn't say I'm at home though. I went in the house in the bathroom, locked myself in my own bathroom so my wife didn't take advantage of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna actually smoke one day. But I gotta smoke with my sister first. Like she would oh, kill nice. me if I smoked with anybody else first. I mean, she, it's sad because she, well, it's not sad, but she's proud that I'm even this far in life as taking edibles. Because, you know, I was never with this shit. Like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. But me doing edibles, oh, she like, yeah, nigga, when you start smoking, bro, you ain't smoking with nobody but me. Nigga, fuck that. I'm like, all right, bet. So, 
Nah, she the first. Her. She the first. You can smoke with her first, then, nigga, but you, then, okay, you have to go Chris. Me, nigga. Yeah, oh, fact. Then Uncle Chris, you know what I'm saying? So her and Uncle Chris, and then we good after that. <laughs> but until then, I'm just go ahead and snack on my little gummies, you know what I mean? But topics, man. So kind of backtracking a little bit. It's been some some weeks or whatever. Some of the last episodes we recorded, we didn't discuss it. But I wanted to kind of just talk about it because this nigga went viral again. You know, he set the world on fire when he was on Drink Champs telling us about his relationship with Ashanti. And since then, niggas has been like, yo, what is this man's obsession with Ashanti? I mean, it's obvious she got that thigh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 20, minutes, 20 years later, my nigga's still trauma. He's still traumatized and hurt by her leaving her him for Nelly. But, um... Recently, as of like a couple of days ago, another clip went viral from his documentary of him telling us the first time uh, he made a move on Ashanti. <laughs> Did you see the clip? I saw the clip. Oh, my God. So Dream Champ was enough. You know what I mean? Like he went off on her and in a way, you know, he sounded like a hurt, a hurt, a hurt nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like. Whatever he thought it was, it clearly wasn't. You know what I mean? Maybe she did have feelings for him. Maybe she didn't. Me, personally, I don't think she did. I think she may have just... She was young. She probably just took advantage of the situation. Like, let me just do this so I can get my record played. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? You know what I mean? She might have had feelings for him. I don't believe it. But, you know, he seemed like a nigga that would hold some shit over your head in order to get his way. You know what I mean? Because rich or not, famous or not, a nigga still look like a goddamn... <laughs> a goddamn little—we can't say that word no more—but a little retarded kid, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, with a big ass head. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't be surprised if he was using his powers to to leverage over her. You know what I mean? And she, young minded, not knowing no better, she gave in. You feel me? But this motherfucker got this whole storyline that they had like a whole love relationship, and I don't know, bro. It's crazy to me. What, what you think about it? I think it's sad. I think it's sad for a few reasons. One, you get on drink, drink traps talking like that. Nigga, ain't you married, nigga? <laughs> First off, so you bold as fuck for that. Yeah. But still weird shit. And then it's just like, why after all this time, bro, you want to come out and, and, and speak on it? And speaking on it one time at drink chops is one thing, but then you now you constantly speaking on it. We constantly seeing clips. And I think a lot of it's cap, nigga. Honestly, I think it's cap. Nah, I think he's just trying to get not. her attention. I think he successfully <laughs> did that. I'm going to tell everybody we fucked. She probably just beats me. You know what I'm saying? Jerked him off a little bit. That nigga, you know what I'm saying? Because if she come out and start talking about how my nigga got like a little micro mini meat, he going to be hurt. You know what I'm saying? If she come out and say some other shit, like, you know, all bullshit aside, she come out and say some shit like he, you know, he manipulated me, he, he, you know, he took advantage of me, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he over with. So he better tread lightly. You know what I'm saying? Because we really don't know how. You know what I'm saying? Or even, like you said, if it even happened. But I bet my money he probably just got a little jerk off real quick and that was that. But I don't know. Like you say, he he was married. He is married. He was married at that time. And he also said he was with another little 20-year-old chick at the time when he found out she was with Nelly or whatever. So it's like, my nigga, you are out here telling us all this while you was cheating on your wife. Like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I think you saw that for cool points, bro. But it, it was so bad. Who, though? Like, ah, I don't know, bro. Because 
it was so bad his boy Fat Joe had to call him a sucker just for talking like that. You know what I'm saying? Like Ja Rule tried to defend him a little bit, but you know, to be told, ja Rule probably, try to defend who? Him? Or her? Ashanti. Oh, okay. I Ashanti. Talking about him. Okay. You know, I don't remember that. Like, when he was going on his little rampage cut calling her a bitch, he did step up a little bit and try to, you know, shut it down, but he should have said more than that. Before he started saying the bitch part, you should have just cut that part off. But Ja already knew most of this is going to be in a documentary, so it was kind of like promo. You know what I mean? Right. Guess what? Everybody watched the documentary to see what else he had to say. And That's the reason why know, I say it's Cap. But, you know. Yeah. You know, and I'm surprised he ain't got more of an outrage. See, right now he's getting that I'm a sucker outrage. But I'm surprised that, you know, he actually didn't, ain't getting more backlash from what he said when he was like, she had on those shorts or no, those sweat, sweats or whatever, the juicy sweats, and she was looking all good, and he wanted to take her home so he can make her move or whatever. And then, like, basically without her consent, you know, he reached, grabbed her button, gave her a kiss, and then he tried to make it seem like she was on some, like, finally, like, <laughs> Nah, <laughs> like, yeah, that nigga, is that's not how like, that conversation went. That that don't sound like a little little predatorial. Like, you just grab a girl by her butt and kiss her in the mouth without, you know what I'm saying? Her really acknowledging that or wanting that, you know? I don't know, bro. So he ain't getting much backlash as I thought, but he's still getting, you know, called out his name. It's just sad, bro. Nigga, I don't know. It's they get to a certain age and. They get on a podcast and they just get the <laughs> just get to <the> talking. <laughs> so this is how you know. This is how you know this nigga was hurt. This nigga wore the watch he bought her. Mind you, this nigga probably got tons of jury. You know what I'm saying? But he wore this specific watch that had some engravement on it from her to the episode just to prove validation that you know they did have something. That's how desperate you know he was to. To show he has something going with her, but I don't know, bro. It's nah, terrible. It's all he trying to get her attention. That's all this is for. And she hasn't, to my yeah. knowledge, she hasn't said anything. She ain't made no comment. You getting everybody else's attention, but except but the person. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. She over here living her life, boy. But anyways. I, I plan on checking the documentary out, but I forgot I'm, I'm part of GU this, so I can't watch it, so. <laughs> Forgot a part of G unit. Fuck that dog. We're gonna get my tank top on right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but uh what else we got, man? Uh and sad news, I guess you could say. Angela Lee from the Breakfast Club is leaving and she's gonna get her own morning show. Um she tweeted that shit, and nigga, everybody didn't know what the fuck was going on. Nigga, like, she was like, the Breakfast Club, as you know it, is officially over with, nigga. And niggas was celebrating. Motherfuckers was <laughs> like, yo, like, if I finally, niggas was like, about time. People was like, nah, no way. What's up? What? And then Envy and Charlemagne didn't say nothing that night. So that whole night, nigga, it was just like, what the fuck? It was like a mixture of slander versus re- reminiscing. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, yeah, man, but from what they said, uh, the show will go on. And she just won't be on there. So she's getting her own morning show, which comes on literally right after um, their show. So well, shout out to her, man. She, you know, she's been in the game for a while. And I guess she's finally getting what she deserved, you know, even though I feel like 
this was long overdue since the whole Gucci Man interview, which <laughs> when uh, he, he put her on blast, like, you ain't trying to sleep with me? <laughs> <laughs> and then when Charlamagne did a little one-on-one with Gucci Man, you know, he kind of disrespected her some more, and Charlamagne didn't really defend her the way the world wanted him to. So people thought at that point the Breakfast Club was over, but they survived a few more years, but now she's finally getting her own shit. It's supposed to be a nationally indicated uh, show, so she's not going to be, you know, out of people's sight. So shout out to her, you know. Yeah, that's dope. Congratulations, Angela Lee. But I, I did wonder, like, could the show really continue without her? And yeah. I said, yeah. Like, I, first question yeah. that came to my mind, let me ask. <clears throat> Because if honestly, like she was there to just pretty much ask the questions that the guys didn't feel comfortable asking, you know, especially when it came to men, you know what I'm saying? Like they would, she would ask about the dating or the, the love life or shit like that. So, but Charlamagne now is so comfortable in his new skin that he'd be saying all type of wild shit to guests now. So you ain't really missing nothing. A lot of times she wasn't there. They still have some great interviews with the guests, you know what I mean? So I don't think they'll miss anything with her. You know what I mean? It'll just be, I want to know who they're going to put in her replacement because I was listening to Charlemagne on uh, Brilliant Idiots and he did uh, mention that they will more likely put another female in that spot, you know what I mean? But they will go through some test runs of trying out different things. So they may be having like special guest hosts and stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting to see what type of format they're going to do to replace her, you know what I'm saying? So how about us? We available, baby. <laughs> we there. You know what I mean? But you got any uh classical classical. See, I'm drunk. You got any classic uh Breakfast Club moments? There there's a few of them that come to mind, but I wanna say the the funniest one or the most memorable one is the one with Ray J. After the little uh, issue shit with Fab. Nigga, that set them on fire. That that, that right there, classic nigga. Charlamagne them admitted that radio, that episode right there, that interview right there, put them through the roof, and they went on a tear for the next twelve years after that interview. It was already on. It was doing what they was doing, but they said that interview right there changed the game for them, and from there they became the place to go. You know what I'm saying? And that was a classic interview. I remember this that motherfucker in the truck when I was working, nigga, like. I'm on my, this is live right now. <laughs> we got the indoor pool, outdoor pool. <laughs> that nigga went off. I'm going to get my Google niggas to fuck him in the booty. <laughs> That's what I knew Ray J was different. They was like, yo, Ray, we live. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that shit was classy, bro. Yeah. Wait, how many Rolls Royce did he have? Seven? <laughs> he had seven. <laughs> my, I think my favorite one, the one that topped it off, that topped that one, in my opinion, that topped it. Like, that one was like a shocker because at that time it wasn't that known. But the one that came close to topping that one was the Birdman one. And that was nothing but all oh boy three minutes. But when I remember how Twitter was that day, oh my. God, bro, when Birdman came, like, yo, shout out to Charlamagne. Charlamagne knew deep down in his soul he was going to get beat up. So that nigga was like, press record now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it just so happened he didn't get his ass whooped, but he got some 
clear and because after all that happened, here comes DJ Envy. DJ Envy, like, nah, we out of here, bro. <laughs> like, but they caught all that before the interview, bro. That was probably the most talked about day on Twitter. Like, I remember that was crazy, bro. Uh, trio. <laughs> that right there, bro, was, I mean, I still, when I watch it back, I was like, yo, Charlamagne, you know, he did a hard swallow. And, you know, he, he kept his composure, you know what I'm saying? You know why I'm here now. Nah, it was something, man. Get it off your chest. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to tell y'all no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but my favorite one, nigga, I, I think I post like almost like once every quarter or once every three months, I post the, the Webby trying to pronounce their name on the little drop. Oh, my God. And the nigga made it into a cartoon. When I tell you, I cry <laughs> laughing every time. It, I I never not laugh, nigga. Like it is amazing to me of how real that actually was, my nigga. Like that really happened. That wasn't no mixing up, no editing. That nigga slow ass nigga was really struggling, bro. <laughs> DJ Envy, shout out, shout out, man. God damn. <laughs> I got some names on here, boy. Hold on, hold on. Let me do it again. What I want to do, y'all want to do is Trill Family. And I'm here with DJ Envy, Angelique, and Charlamagne McGay. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That nigga said, Sweet Jones, do what I do when I do what I do it with DJ Envy. Shout out back. The God. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't a frag- copywriting fragment, I would play that shit right now, bro. That shit's in my favorites on speed down, nigga. It ain't never a day. I'm not going to laugh. And I be trying to do the voice perfect, too. God damn. They got some days on here, boy. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said DJ Envy, Edge the Lee, Edge the Lee, the Charlotte McGay. That sound like the nigga in school who couldn't read, and when you call him, you calling him to read out loud. That nigga be like, "Fuck!" That nigga be like, "The." Train. <laughs> like, and nigga just start laughing for no reason. Nigga is nervous as fuck. <laughs> All right, let me let me stop, man, because I'm about to laugh for the next 25 minutes, man. But what's up, man? What else we got on the docket, man? What's up? What else? So, you know what I'm saying? Long awaited, but Raising Canaan is back on stars. I'm excited for this yeah. one, man. I did some, that trailer seemed interesting. It wasn't as good as the, the first two season trailers, but, you know, you kind of want to know, like, what's next on a lot of the stories and all of that and right, right. development. So I'm excited for this one. <laughs> did you watch any episodes yet? Nah. I normally wait till it gets about a few episodes in so I can kind of binge it a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I watched episode one. Um so yeah, you know it's it's picking up where it left off, man. And I don't know shows like that, and shows like House of Cards, and shows it's other it's a few shows that I watch. I'd be like, man, I want to act in that shit. Like the acting be so good, and I'd be like, man, 
I want to be in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they just seem so natural in this shit, man. Like, this is probably, like, one of the better of the power universes. And everybody in that motherfucker, man, it's on point. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, episode one, don't disappoint at all. So, I ain't going to say much. But okay. it's definitely uh, picking up where it left off, man. And, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good-ass season, bro. So, any predictions in your mind? I got two. Two big ones, I think. So, mm-hmm. one, I think when uh, Kanan's pops come back around and finally, like, tells the story of, you know, who he is and all of that, I, I think that's when Kanan really going to try to start breaking away from his moms. And I kind of think, like, towards the end of the season, there'll be, like, beef or some type of small, like, war against him and his mom in some way. <clears throat> okay. So, my prediction is a lot of this kind of gives me – Give me um, the better version of the Gear Which That Try movie. So I feel like a lot of this is kind of shadowing 50s real life. So, mm-hmm. granted, when he was in real life, his mom got killed when she was, he was eight, I think it was. I feel like in this, I feel like she's going to die this season. And then that's when he's going to. Because if you see episode one and how he is right now, you're going to be like, huh? But then I think with, a, with, a, with her dying, then that's when you get the nigga that we know him of to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, and obviously that happened to him in real life too. The nigga became right. just, just person. You know what I mean? So I feel like personally, and she's doing a dope ass. I don't want it to happen because she's fucking dope as far as how she acting. But I believe she uh she gonna get killed this season, and uh, you know that's gonna set the bar okay. for a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? You if think- they don't kill it off this season, they are gonna kill it off next season for sure. Okay, so you th- think this season, if she gets killed, that'll be the thing to turn him in and, you know, get him into mm-hmm. the real yep. Kanan. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it'll yep, be more yep. so, like, once he found, you know, hearing that his mom's yep. keeping that secret from him ha- and then having her try to attempt to kill him and all Poppy. that. Yeah, right, right, him, right. To kind of push him over. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, 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 wouldn't, that wouldn't be a good one either. You know what I mean? Because if they really smart, they're going to get about four, five more seasons. This motherfucker's going to go at least six, seven seasons. So... Cause I don't think they're coming back with Tommy. <laughs> if they do, it's gonna be real short. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like they're gonna push this one right here. Um, you know what I'm saying? A few, a few seasons. So if they don't offer this year, uh, this season, they're gonna offer at least three or four. You know, but I feel like she's gonna go this season because mm. her acting skills is on point. I think she's gonna get some other jobs anyway, so she don't have to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so my second yeah, prediction man, was that mom's mom's gonna fuck around and uh. Kill one of the brothers. Oh yeah, I mean, when you see season one, you, you, you that makes sense. I mean, episode one, excuse me, that that makes a little sense. You know what I mean? So interesting. Uh, we gotta definitely run it, run that back a little bit after you catch up on some episodes. So all right, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but in uh, sadder news, man. Rest in peace to comedian Teddy Ray. Oh. Um, he was known for the more viral voice clips. Uh, we do all our ass. <laughs> Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> and he had a funny ass laugh, too. Like, he was a comedian, man. He was actually fucking funny. You know, he was on tons of shit with Kev on stage. He was on tons of shit with All Def. Was it All Def Comedy Jam or whatever? Yeah. Like all Def Jam shit, whatever. He did a lot of work with them. I, if I'm not mistaken, he may have been on Wildin' Out, but he was always on uh, on YouTube 
at somebody's comedy show, and, you know, he had a distinct laugh, man, he was funny as fuck, you know what I'm saying, and unfortunately, he passed away, he was found in a pool at his home, um, I think the maintenance people found him or whatever, so they don't know how he died, but he was found in the pool, so it's unfortunate, man, he was actually fucking funny, and, you know, all the comedians really loved him, so it was sad to see, man, but, that's you know, crazy, man, man, man. Yeah, I know, man, that's crazy. You know, we black, so he probably don't know how to swim. You know what I mean? He probably fell that motherfucker and probably don't know how to swim. You know, who knows, man? I don't know. That's you know I know he was, a, he was a smoker. You know, he smoked weed, too. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's a lot of speculations, but, you know, it's unfortunate. But I'm sure they're going to get the autopsy at some point. But right now, it's just he was found, you know, unresponsive in the pool. And, you know, it's unfortunate, man. So, rest in peace to him again. He definitely got all the baddies on IG with the with the posts. Gave them a reason to show their ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think like I think after it was announced, like for that rest of that day, every fucking female posted a picture of their ass. What on ass? <laughs> so cheeked up on a Thursday. I even saw a couple of niggas pause. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, this is not the pod. <laughs> oh man, but what would we be without a a couple of uh, viral clips, you know what I'm saying? We we I, we on the internet just like everybody else, bro. There's been some viral clips that's been going on, man. And again, we we decided to keep some of them off our previous episodes. So now we're gonna just double back real quick, man. Because again, this is the episode about nothing. So fuck it, let's talk about some bullshit. So, uh, one viral clip that we saw. I think you sent it to me first. And I was like, man, what the fuck? And it was like, the bitch was like, you know, I'm saying that loosely. No, I'm not. <laughs> she said, do men have sex with women they don't like? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> and it took me a minute to kind of, what did she mean by that? Because nowadays, women are always trying to find some way to play with niggas and make them out to sound or do some shit or whatever that don't pertain to them. But... I took it like she meant, like, do we have sex with women we don't like? And I'll let you ask that first. So, yes, I think niggas be out here fucking with chicks they don't like. I mean, I'm being honest with you. Like, I've fucked with a chick back in the day. I I didn't really like her like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it, it's not one of those things where it's, like, every, every chick is like that. Like, you know, I don't like none of you bitches. I'm just going, you know get what I need and go about my business. But there's some, like, right. just make them, you know, I, I ain't really fucking with her like that. But, you know, she'll, she'll cook a nigga meal or she'll buy a nigga some shit. So, you know, I'll be in it for that. And so, but women do that to men too. So, I mean, what the fuck is the difference? If it's good enough for yeah. you, it's good enough for me. What's the universal saying? The universal saying, mostly women say it, but it's the universal saying, men will fuck anything. Oh, yeah. If it got an ass and pussy, we'll fuck it. Duh. Well, not us, but duh. Like, yeah. So men do have sex with women they don't like. You know why? Because they don't like the woman, but they like what the woman have, which is pussy or, you know, mouth for whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, and sometimes I feel like men may not know right off top. Oh, I don't like her. I just want to fuck. I think after you get to know a person, you realize, oh, this bitch is, you know, oh, man. But I'm here, so let me go ahead and get it off. You know what I'm saying? I done put all this this time in. You know, fuck it. 
Go and get one and off. Then, yeah. Maybe two or three. Right, right. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then sometimes, you know, niggas just be out in the club, you know, the ones they shot at, didn't, they didn't, you know, respond back in time. And here go some stragglers and, you know, they, they with it. So a nigga like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go get me something tonight. You know what I mean? And <laughs> unfortunately, you know, a lot of fellas could, could relate to, you know what, this was available. So I took it. I don't like her. This ain't my type. But it's just that type of night. <laughs> yeah, like, there's even those situations where, like, you the friend, you the friend, and it's your turn to take with 14. Like, you don't like this chick. You know what I'm saying? But it's my turn to take one for the team. <laughs> Shit. Man, I mean, we all been there before, bro. Like, I mean, it's. You say take one for the team, but I remember one time we all took one for the team. <laughs> it was nobody else on the team. We all had to take one for the team. <laughs> like it was one of those nights where, you know what I mean? Like this is a good story. Like, nigga, like nigga, looking at you. You looking at him like, ah. Oh, <laughs> we gonna call this you right here. <laughs> Look, we're going to call this moment right here story time with One Night Stand Dan. Gather around, people. Gather around. It's story time. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me hit, let me hit this shit real quick for you get to do it this way. <laughs> so this is let's go. This is many, many, many moons ago. Many moons ago, it was a nice club night. We was out. I'm gonna go ahead and drop these names. It was me and T and Ville. We was out and about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We was out of the club. It was a good night, but you know some of the. Some of the ones we pulled in the club wasn't responding, man. So we we walk back to the car and um, this car pulled up on us and the girls really thought Tyrone looked like Drake. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, they got the, oh my God, is that Drake? And, you know, looking like, nah, but we're going to play along. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she pulled, it was like uh, three of them too. So there was a, I forgot, was they? It was Hispanic, I think, uh, Puerto Rican or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, we just standing there talking, and she all up on Ty. Like, you know, they all in the car, though. They sitting in the car just chit-chatting to Ty and telling him how much he looks like Drake and all that. Tyrone just playing it cool and Ville on the side. Like, yeah, that's my nigga Drake right there. You know how VB, like, he just hyping it up and shit. And they see him, it's like, what y'all doing? And nothing. And I don't know how some way, but, like, mind you, this whole time they in the car. So all we see is from the neck up. So and from the neck up, it looks like, eh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Again, it's just one of those, I guess. And um, and a Honda Civic, yeah, a Honda Accord. It was a Honda Accord. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. it was. So somehow, somewhere, we ended up driving back. You know what I'm saying? Following them, and I was thinking the whole time we were there, like. On the way there, like, we about to get robbed. <laughs> like, why are we going back to there? You know what I'm saying? We're like, fuck it, we're going to get there. So we get there, bro. 
I tell you, they got out of the car, bro. They look like oompa loompas, bro. They was shaped like a bag of a, a bag of laundry. The way they were shaped, bro. They was probably like five foot whatever, bro. It was terribly built. You know what I'm saying? Like so but they didn't look they didn't look bad from the neck up, but they was like, oh my god. And Tyrone had the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it was just one of those moments, man, where we was just like, mm, like, nah. <laughs> like we can't, <laughs> we like we can't, bro. It was just one of those, man. We it was it was terrible. It was terrible, bro. Like, I can't even say the rest. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, man, friends are coming. My mouth is. I got a condom and uh you know raw dog was just like what? Oh all right, I'll take one. <laughs> like nigga, you want to go take one? <laughs> oh man, I can't even tell it though, man. Yo, that shit. Yo, that was, shit right nigga <laughs> said good old raw dog. <laughs> That was one of those those nights where nigga like we ain't have enough liquor, bro. Like it was no way. Like it was, uh, it was, it was. Yeah, we gonna cut that story short. <laughs> and that was the end of <laughs> story time. <laughs> one night stand, Dan. Yo, yo, bro. You know I'm talking about. Yo, v, we gonna have to talk, bro. Like <laughs> I said. Hey, what's wrong with the homie, man? I don't, I don't know. Hey, we, we go ahead. We go have to get him on the show one day, bro. He gonna have to answer to something this shit here. <laughs> All right, man. What we got next, man? Before we before we get everybody in trouble. <laughs> before we get everybody in trouble. All right, so. Let's see what we got on here. Oh, okay. So, Chick said... Or no, is it a chick? I want to say, yeah. So, I'll, yeah, okay, yeah. I want to say chick. I'll say woman. So, a woman said she sucks her ex dick along with, with his mother. Oh, my God. I saw that. Yo, this clip was crazy, bro. This is bro, a real clip. Along with his... Bro, did you hear the end of it? Along with his mother. Bro, but did you see how she described it? She was like, the nigga said to his mom, like, come over here and do what you do best. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Like, and you still proceeded? Like, no questions popped in her mind? Like, wait, y'all do this often? Like, none of that? Like, you just went with it and did it, too. Like, and like she said, stepmom or, you know, stepsister. You know, that's that new shit now. Everybody want to pull these little weird myth porns and shit, but... This is his actual mom, bro. And he told his mom, come here and do what you do. And you still proceeded as a as a girl to go down on him with his mom? Like, Multiple times, nigga, because it wasn't just the one. I if, if she did it once, she did it again. Shout, shout out to the, to the guy with the clip or whatever. I think it's called Dirty Confessions or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He would be asking people on the street, like, random shit or whatever. Like, what's the craziest shit you ever did? And... This shit went viral. This shit had everybody talking because nobody can grasp the part about it being the mom and how she, he was just like, yo, come come do what you do best. Like, what? First of all, what the mama look like for you to even want to <laughs> go along with this? Like, as the girl, like, the, the, was the mom even hot? I mean, it don't justify the other part, but, 
like as an outside looking in, like how do you register that and say, and still get horny off that? Like I would have threw up. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like oh man, I don't which, know. These people just be wild. That be telling me like chicks be they actually down to do a lot of shit. And I'm not saying all chicks, but bro, rather but, rather but, if it's true or not true, like just the the idea, the thought of that is is wild. I mean, I, for you to say that out loud, you know, it got to be some truth to it. Because I wouldn't be lying just to be lying or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, she could have easily said, you know, stepsister or neighbor. She said, nigga, mom, bro. Like, and the crazy part about it is this, this goes back to the shit we talked about earlier about when you do shit for based on your reputation. Like, whoever that guy and that mom was... Her, his family and friends, even her family and friends, probably remember this particular guy and all that. Oh, that was her boyfriend back in the day. Now they gonna be thinking like, "Yo, you and the mom." You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is crazy. Now you got his side of the family looking like, "Wait, hold on, ain't that such and such ex girlfriend?" Nigga, what mom? Auntie Cheryl? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, nigga, the family barbecues will never be the same after that. But. I don't know. This is weird to me how a motherfucker just be on there just telling these weird things for free, bro. Just just off the strength of meeting but, someone. But yeah, they be they be crazy. But I do think some of them be true. Like, cause bro, we didn't seen some wild shit. We didn't heard of some wild I ain't, shit. I ain't, I ain't never seen no shit like that. <laughs> true, right? We haven't. But that's just saying. Like, there's always something wilder, or crazier than the shit you've heard or seen before. It's, it was hard to ever have sex at the house when moms was in the other room. I used to live back at the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't even, you know what I'm saying? Trying to smack it in while your parents in the other room. That shit is like, I know I can hear this shit. You know what I mean? Like, that made me uncomfortable. So imagine that shit crazy, bro. People, oh, man, that shit. I don't know, bro. But. Yeah, nigga, there's been times I was, I was smacking shit at the house. And I'm like, you know, my moms don't get out to like five or something like that. Get home about six. She leave work early and shit. I'm like. Oh shit! <laughs> like I know it's my mom, but I'm like, do I stop? Do I? Keep, you know what I'm saying? He's like, shit. I think I think was smacking that shit one time. I was like, bro, come on, we trying to leave. <laughs> like, why are you still in there? <laughs> Let me stop. Nah, Let me see. Put these together. <laughs> Moving along. All right, man. So, look, another viral clip. There's actually, like, two of them. But one of the ones that first set the world on fire was uh, this guy arguing with this girl because he flew her out, you know what I'm saying, to him. And she wasn't trying to give up the butt or whatever. You know what I mean? So, we need to teach people to fly out etiquettes, man. Because everybody not knowing. Motherfuckers out here flying out chicks, you know, and they... Thinking they about to get some, and the girl's coming out here on a free trip finessing them, and I'm just like, who's wrong? Is the girl wrong or the guy wrong? The girl is wrong. The girl is 100% wrong. And why you say that? Because most of the times, them conversations, that you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I can't, when I see you, this, this, and that. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Woo, 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 all of that. Like, you pretty much setting the tone. You telling this nigga, like, yeah, when I see you, it's going down. So now when a nigga take the opportunity, he bought a ticket, he set everything up, you get out there, and now you want to hold out? <laughs> you want to act like you, you don't so, know what this flight was for? So what this nice-ass dinner was for? <laughs> she, so she can't change her mind? <laughs> 
it, no. Yeah, she was no. talking that good game. Nah. She was talking that she was talking that good game. You know, they was back and forth, macking, FaceTiming, you know what I'm saying? He's sending her dick pics, she's showing him pictures and shit. And when she get there, this nigga live, you know what I'm saying, in the basement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This nigga house is dirty. This nigga, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he ain't clean up good or whatever the case may be. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like he's showing his side, the side that she didn't see. Maybe I turned her off. You know what I'm saying? Or when he whipped it out. That wasn't the same dick that he sent the picture of. Like, hold on, who dick is this? <laughs> okay, not true. I, I ain't gonna hold you. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be catfishing this shit. But a lot of dick times. <laughs> but a lot of times, let's keep it a buck. That ain't really the situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it's the not, chick, but it's like. you trying to play the dude or to play the guy, whatever so, the case may be. In my mind, it's, it's both parties. Like, you, as a woman, you playing. Like, we're in, a, we're in a weird era right now. So, I wouldn't even want you to play around with another man like that because some of these men are crazy. You came to this man's, you came to his home, his home court. You know what I'm saying? He has an advantage over you, which he could leave you stranded. Obviously, like that situation, the guy canceled her flight back. Now, you know what I'm saying? Most chicks come out here who don't got no money. You know what I'm saying? They rely on the old boy because he said he's going to take care of the whole time. So some chicks come out here like pretty much empty handed. And then circumstances change. Maybe the nigga don't look the same. Maybe he smell funny. Maybe the crib is weird. Maybe everything went wrong and it didn't go how I planned. Or maybe she is shit on mid-flight nigga doing turbulence. Her period came on. I don't know, nigga. But the point is, like, you made arrangements, but then shit changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you already put yourself at risk. Like, that's that's the crazy part. You so know what I'm saying? That's, I, that's where, that's where, the, that part right there. You said you putting yourself in danger. Like, you knew all these possible scenarios could be true before you decided to hop on the flight. You wasn't concerned about that shit then, so don't be concerned about that shit now. Now, don't get me wrong. Like- yes, a woman does have a right to decide who she wants to sleep with, with when she wants to sleep with them, all of that. Ain't taking nothing away. But you putting yourself in, in a dangerous situation or at risk of, of X, Y, and Z. You wasn't thinking about that beforehand when the nigga said, all right, I got these tickets. I'm going to send it your way. You didn't have to accept it. Right. And I feel like the woman is wrong in this scenario, too, because in this era, like, motherfuckers know what it is. Like, back in the old days, when, like the early 2009, 2010 era, maybe 11, on the Twitter, we had these same stories going on. That was like the first time hearing about that shit. Like, oh, this dude flew me out and and he didn't do this, he did that. Like, remember, people used to do like story time on Twitter and give us a whole breakdown of what happened or whatever uh, on a fly out. And now it's new. 2022, bro, 20 years, 10 years later, bro, like, you know what's up when you find out. Like a chick knows what's expected when you get flew out for a female to play stupid. Like, oh, I don't have to hit or all that. You don't, but you know what it is. Like back then, it was different. You know what I'm saying? It was new. It was something that normal people wasn't doing, but it would be. It became a thing. Like, yo, you meet a girl on Twitter because that was like our our source of you know online dating for a lot of people. You meet somebody who's cool as fuck off tweeting, I want to see you after a while. You know, so fuck it, I'm going to fly you out. Boom. And then motherfuckers would hit and motherfuckers wouldn't and then it became a big old thing. But now in 2022, as a woman, you know why. You know why. And then on top of that, y'all broadcast that men have to do X, Y, and Z for y'all. So here's a prime example. The man is buying you stuff. He's taking you out to eat. He's flying you out. 
you're making this man think this way. Granted, a nigga should be smart and be like, yo, I need confirmation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, for me personally, like, I'm a, a confirmational nigga. Like, I need to know, like, we fucking, you know, when? You know what I'm saying? You sure? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to ask those questions. Even if it kills the mood, I'd rather know now than find out later because it's a waste of time. But in this era, for a woman to be flying out, you know what the fuck's expected. So you need to make it loud and clear. I'm not fucking unless I feel comfortable or I'm not fucking at all. And then if that nigga still decides to fly you out, then yeah, then he's fucked up on that end. But I feel like the lack of communication on both sides, it's like it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And now here we are with these outcomes. And granted, I feel like that one was a skit or some shit like that or whatever, but it is it's some reality shit. Like that could be bad for both parties. You know what I'm saying? So right. I don't know, man. If you're gonna fly a chick out, man, you need to have that shit in writing. <laughs> I need a video recording of you confirming, you know what I'm saying, we doing because on top of that, you also gotta keep in mind like chicks be on that flip flop shit and you wanna say a nigga took advantage of her and and you know what I'm saying and raped her or whatever the case may be. So you gotta be careful with that too. So I would want confirmation for that right there, too. Like, yo, I just want to let you know, like, yeah, we want to have a good time. But, you know, I definitely want to smash. You know what I mean? That's the number one reason why he even reached out to the girl in the first place. She looked good. He want to hit. If something else comes from that, then great. But, again, men are, are you know, we're, we're different. We, we go off looks first. And, you know, then everything else comes second. So if this girl looks good online... I'm going to try to holler at her. And in the midst of hollering at her, we, we vibe. All right, I want to see you now because I want to hit. Make that shit be known. Like, yo, we're going to go out to eat. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Come back to my crib. But I definitely get it. And then at that point, she has to be clear. Like, yo, nah. You know what I'm saying? And then at that point, dude's going to show his true colors. Okay, well, fuck it then. Y'all going to stop communicating because that's all he wanted from the get-go. But don't lie for a free trip because that shit's going to pretty much... Now, look, you, you know what I'm saying? Again, you put yourself at risk. You're fucking up. Now you're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing him. And it's just too much of that can go wrong when people don't communicate, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I get but, it. Yeah. You may, you me, personally, <clears throat> me personally, I'd rather fly out there. You rather, rather fly, fly out? To, oh yeah, yeah. You rather fly yeah, to the girl? I rather fly to the girl, get my own hotel as a backup, and then when I go, if it don't go how it's planned out to be, then shit, I got. I'm in a new city, a new town, about to go out and have fun. I got my own hotel room, so if I bag something out there, then cool, I got somewhere to go. But I'm not finna go out there and and just rely on her. I'm gonna go out there and have a hotel room on deck. You know what I mean? Just in case. It might be a waste of money. Who knows? But, you know, we'll see after the first night. But at least if I go out there, it won't be a waste of my money because I can still make a make a trip out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I can still go out there and, and have some fun. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Y'all just need to fuck with people in your own hometown. <laughs> Call it a day. <laughs> All right, man. Where we at, man? Let's see. Oh, shit. All right, so this one, the baby mama drama. So we got two situations. I want to discuss... Let's discuss this first one. So, dude records his current wife getting mad at him. For him, I think for his being wanting to get 
get him to get his kids some shoes or something like that. I think it was shoes, if I remember the clip correctly. Yeah, the wife feels like the five hundred dollar child support should cover all of that. Now, granted, the perfect world, you would think five hundred dollars. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty cool for child support, but it don't cover everything, right? You know, because she's not gonna use a whole five hundred dollars for the kid. So in any case, you still got to come in. You still got to buy some shoes, toys. You may even have to, you know, send front or some money or, or buy some groceries to bring to the house because a lot of times baby moms, you know, they don't be on their shit correctly. So if the wife is tripping off of $500, that child support could be, it could be more. It could be a thousand depending on if they got multiple kids. It could be more than that. It could be like 1200 It could be like 1600 I know some motherfuckers that's paying like damn near $2,000 in child support. So while she tripping off that $5, that child support should, could be worse. That's just, that's right. how I feel about that particular situation. What about you? I don't know if you saw the clip or not. Yeah, I saw it. Um, first of all, if that's your kid, bro, my wife or girlfriend can't tell me nothing about my kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, my kid comes first. You know what I mean? Like, just because we're not together, just because we're not together no more, that's still my kid. You know what I'm saying? And if you're a father who takes pride in your kid, you know, yeah. So, First of all, he's lucky enough to be paying five hundred a month, and then on top of that, where the fuck he live at in the South? Because five hundred in L.A. or anywhere else, that's straight cutting. <laughs> but so he's lucky if he is somewhere in, she, in a big city. Be, she should feel lucky too, like like shit. But you know, realistically, you know that five hundred going towards some of her rent, some of her bills. You know what I'm saying? And she's gonna probably use the rest for what she used. That five hundred is probably not going directly to the boy. So the five hundred dollars never, in my opinion, I think never goes directly to the kids. To your point, that five hundred dollars go to uh stabilizing the the a healthy lifestyle for your kid. You know what I'm saying? So when you get that five hundred up in child support, like that's going to multiple things. It's not going just directly to right. Right, and then with five hundred, it ain't going nowhere far anyway. And then on top of that, we don't even know how old the kid is. So if he's anywhere ten or older, shit, shoes alone is like a hundred and ten. So that's half of that gone right there, just off off that alone. So um, I personally feel like if that was me in my scenario, my kid comes first. So I'm gonna buy him some shoes regardless. I mean, I wouldn't even be looking at it like, oh, here's five hundred for everything. This is five hundred because I have to give you this, but I'm still gonna do my part to give him other shit because I personally like to have my kids looking good. Like I get a kick out of my kids dressing fly and looking nice. Now, if my money is tight, good old Ross, good old Marshall, good old TJ Maxx, you're gonna find some good solid shoes for school. And those motherfuckers, you know me, I go to Ross now, you know what I'm saying? And I don't have no problem because I done found some cold kicks in there. You're like, oh shit, I done found a few pair of LeBrons and Kobe's and shit in the motherfucking Ross. It's a little scarce now, but you know, a few years ago before the pandemic, nigga, you could find everything in Ross. So for the 30, for the 40, for the 29, you know what I mean? So granted, you know, you get her 500, take your ass to one of these little outlets or whatever and get you a couple pairs of. Uh, some some bullshit shoes or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that way the kid can have something. So it, it's no excuse. I mean, I just don't like the fact that his, his wife is getting mad about it. It's like, bitch, how you, how would you feel if, if the roles were reversed? Wouldn't you want your man to, I mean, your baby dad to take care of your kid, you know what I'm saying, the best he could? Like, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like it was a fake ass skit or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not from the problem. It could have been fake too. A lot, a lot so of those can, be, can record you yelling at me. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but 
ultimately, like, as a man, you're going to do what you're supposed to do for your kids regardless. You know what I'm saying? Wife, girlfriend, whoever ain't going to stop that. Any real woman going to respect that fact that he's providing for his kid, whether he with the baby mom or not. Now, true. You know what I'm saying? So, true, true. I will play a little devil's advocate, though. Like, if the if the pops had already bought shoes, right? Let's say he already bought a pair of shoes. You know what I'm saying? And now the mom yeah. was like, "Oh well, I want he want these, or oh I want him to have these. I want, get these too, get these too." To the wife is like, "All right, damn nigga, you just bought him some shoes, and now yeah, he's buying different. some more." I, okay, I yeah, can see different. that. Like, all right, until the point, I'll give you a little point. Like, all right, yeah, I'll give you that point, baby. Like, you're right. I did just buy him some shoes. She's asked me to buy another pair. It does seem like a lot of excesses, but. Let me handle that, and I, that's would have been like my response. Like, let me handle right. that. Let me talk, let me let me figure out what it is, what's going on, or if I get these and I let him know, like he can't get another pair for a little while because you know shoes cost money, shit like that. That right, would be right. the only time where I would say like, okay, that's a little bit acceptable for her tripping because yeah, I just I just finished buying him some shoes and now she's asking me right, right. more. So that's where I play a little devil's advocate. Right, right. Well, shit. Be a man, take care of your responsibilities, no matter who's involved. You know what I'm saying? So uh, another one, there's another baby mama drama type of clip. Um, (laughs) This dude was out with his girl, and I guess either the baby mom or either called him or he seen her in passing. Um, And she had a a broke down car or whatever, and he decides to give her a ride while he went his girlfriend and the girlfriend was pissed off about it. It felt like he shouldn't have picked her up and all that. And he was trying to kind of convince like, yo, this my, this my, my kid's mom or whatever, blah, blah, blah. She's like, so I don't care. I don't give a fuck about none of that. So my question to you is, <laughs> did the girlfriend actually have a reason to be mad or is she overreacting? She's overreacting. <clears throat> if the rose was reversed and it was her stranded on the side of the road, and she saw her ex, her baby daddy, like she would want the nigga to stop, pull over, help her out. <laughs> it's it's always it's always all right or you know, cool to have an attitude or be upset when it's not you in the situation. So if you was in the car cruising with, <laughs> and you see your ex or your baby mom, you know what I'm saying, on the side of the road, stranding you with your 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 new girl, you gonna pull over and help her? If it's the mother of my child, yes. If it's just a, a random ex, nah, I'm 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 cruising. <laughs> I'm cruising. Say, I, say, say, I can't let I can't let the mother of my kid, bro, be stranded or something happen to her, and then you know, I feel responsible because I just kept on pushing. Now I got to explain to my child, you know, oh, this happened to your mom's or X, Y, and Z, but I had an opportunity to help and I didn't. <laughs> like, nah, that just that wouldn't sit well with me, bro. So I'm I'm half and half because it depends on the vibe y'all got going on right now. If you got a baby mom that's cool as fuck and y'all good and y'all got cordial, you know, co-parenting going on, it won't be a problem. You know why? Because your girl is also going to be cool with your baby mom because y'all all on good rapport. So she going to be like, yeah, no problem. Okay. But if your baby mom is on some bullshit and she tripping and she negative and she always trying to fuck you over in, in many ways and all that you you probably wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? You probably wouldn't help her. And then, you know how it is. We got a, a friend like that who always paint a picture of their girlfriend or baby mom to be out to be this devil bitch. Your girlfriend natural instincts to be like, nah, that bitch do you dirty because of what you feeding your girl. So 
if your girl knows she's bad to you and you know piece of shit or whatever, she's gonna be like, nah, that's why she's gonna be mad because you probably be talking mad shit about her to your new girl. So no, your girl, your new girl will be like, nah, fuck that. We ain't helping that bitch. The kids ain't with her. So it's like, nah, let her figure her own shit out, whatever. You know what I mean? So I feel like the circumstances of your vibe that y'all got plays a part. Me personally, um, whether it's a bad, it it gotta be like crazy, crazy bad for me to be like, oh, whatever, bitch, and keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, where my kids at? They home? Cool. You know what I mean? But I feel like if it was like, we, if we had a, whether we was bumping heads or not, in 2022, I'm just gonna pull up. You stuck, nigga? All right, hold on. Call your Uber. All right, bet I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but the, you know, the like, chick even, but the the girlfriend would have still got mad at that. Let's be clear. Nah, nah yeah. probably, but okay. it depends on you though. If it depends on you, what type of what type of, what type of nigga are you though? You know what I'm saying? How you got your woman? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you, at an adult age that we are, you should be able to talk to your girl and say, look, this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. And she's going to respect it and let it be. In a perfect you know what I'm saying? In a perfect world, you're probably correct. Not, perfect world? Not, not a normal world. Nigga, like, if you stand on ten toes about your shit, like, look, regardless of how you feel, this is, this is my kid's mom. Like, I ain't going to put in the car with her, but I'm just going to give her a ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get her a ride real quick. So we're going to pull up here, make sure she's straight to the Uber come, Uber six minutes away. Let me go about our day. We finish our day. You know what I'm saying? No big deal. I, I can't do it. Like, because again, you're going to dangle the fact that it is your kid's mom in their face. And if your girl is still tripping off that, then she's showing you signs that you might not want to deal with her in the future anyway. You know what I mean? So I right. feel like it's how you present it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh my god, my baby mom, oh baby, oh hop out the car and like nah. But if it's on something like look, we about to go our own direction direction. We finna do our own thing, but here's an Uber on the way. You know what I'm saying? Sit in the car while the AC going on or some shit, or go over here in the shade or whatever. You know what I mean? And then get on about your business. But I don't know. Just driving by, I definitely wouldn't do that, but I definitely would, you know, get her an Uber or Lyft or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Or even, yeah, I might just change the fucking tire depending on what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, but again, it's, it's, it's your kid's mom. Like, you made a good point about something happened to her. Drive by, like, oh, well, fuck that bitch. And then next you know, you find out she got hit by a truck. You would be like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I could have prevented that. You know what I'm saying? Now your kids might resent you, so forth. There's a lot that can go into that. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's just. I would help, but I definitely wouldn't be on some. Let me pick you up and take you somewhere with us type of shit. Like, nah, hold on. <laughs> Not in 2022 when that's fucking I, Uber and I, Lyft and, you know what I'm saying? That's true, too. But I say it, it, it's situational, too, because she could probably just need a ride like two blocks up or two lights up. It's just like. Yeah, you got to read the room. But I feel like it all goes back to you and how you present this woman to your new girl. Right. If this is a dumb, if this bitch, this bitch, this bitch, you know what I'm saying? I hate this woman, I hate this woman, I hate this woman. Your girl going to naturally pick up that same hatred for her, too. So then, of course, it's going to be a problem because in her mind, it's fuck her because it's always fuck her when you're talking about her. You know what I'm saying? But if y'all got a good rapport, y'all co-parenting, no issues, no drama, of course, they've met before, then I don't give the girlfriend to have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, be honest, like you said earlier, too, like put yourself in her shoes that's how the girl would look at it. You know, woman to woman, like, yeah, I would want him to look out for me too. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot, but, you know, who but, knows, man? But the, let, let, let me be clear and say this. Like, the guy not wrong. He's not wrong. If so, if y'all yeah. think he wrong, you know, 
Hit us up, put something in the comments. We could debate it, but I don't think he was wrong. No, I don't think he was wrong. I just think as long as you got your household and 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 the uh, understanding, then it won't be a problem. You know what I mean? It's I just feel like it's a lot of what he done behind the scenes that made the girlfriend act how she act. You know what I'm saying? Just like how we are defensive about you know our partner when his baby mom be tripping on him. We first thing we do is like, well, fuck her, man. She did that. Why? Because of how he perceived her towards uh, to us or whatever you know what i'm saying so we naturally got this you know this perception of her because of what he painted so anything about her is fuck her because of what he programmed us to think so if it's one of those scenarios then of course she's gonna be mad you know what i'm saying but you know again he's not wrong you know what i mean but there's just ways he can handle it you know what i mean so yeah man so how you how you feeling bruh Shit. You on doobie number three? <laughs> Bro, eyes is low. I feel it. I can hear it. <laughs> but shit, man. Let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. Y'all know what it is. We'll be back with another episode before you know it. You know what I mean? Uh, we appreciate y'all for sticking around with us. You know what I mean? Make sure y'all like, comment, share. Keep fucking with us. I definitely want to know what y'all illegal and legal job y'all would do. You know what I'm saying? We also want to know who's wrong. Baby mom, baby dad. You know what I mean? And uh, tap us in the comments. Tap us in the in the DMs. We want to know. You feel me? Fuck with us. This is a bullshit episode. You know what I'm saying? About nothing. So hopefully y'all enjoyed it. And we'll be back with another one. Uh, it's your boy, Big Mike. It's your boy, Big Q. And this everything wavy, baby. Peace. <laughs>